Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. موسیقی Seven minutes after 11 South African time. It's a beautiful, mashallah, Wednesday morning on our program, The Bliss of Marriage. Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name. And of course, our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mu'ala Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafidahullah. I want to welcome the listeners of uh, Sirius FM. Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company. And uh, I want to welcome the listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Yes. It's the 24th of Rajab, 1444, 36 days left for the Holy Blessed Month of Ramadan. Let's uh, welcome our engineer, brother Suleiman Esop. You will be with me from now till 12, 12-ish. And let's welcome our beloved senior Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, Hafidahullah. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum Arafat, Jazakallahu khairan. There's a sister from uh, <clears throat> Land South. She says, Dear Mufti Sab, is it permissible to wash your face three times in wudu after wearing makeup in order to perform salah or does soap etc. have to be used? Ustad. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yes, sister, there are three different issues. Number one is the Surah 5, Chapter 5, Surah Ma'idah, verse 6. Almighty Allah speaks of hudu in the noble Quran. Wash your faces. Wash your hands, including your elbows. Make masa of your head. And your feet, you must wash it, including the ankles. So to wash it once, that is compulsory. To wash the face thrice, remember that is a sunnah and nabawiyah, the sunnah of Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So that is one side. 
Second side, now we come to your makeup story and all those things. If you are using makeup in your house for your husband and so forth and so on, so that is very good. But if you are using makeup and to go outside to dress, to impress, as they say, and you want to impress people and so forth, so that for a lady is absolutely haram. The authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, he, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, إِذَا خَرَجَتِ الْمَرْأَ When a woman emerges and leaves her home, وَهِيَ مُتَعَطِّرَ And then she applies that perfume and makeup and what have you. فَمَرَّتْ بِمَجْلِسِ كَذَا وَكَذَا Then she passes the man and becomes the center of attraction, dressing to impress and dressed to impress. Then فَهِيَ زَانِيَ She is just like an adulteress. These words فَهِيَ زَانِيَ were used by the master Rasulullah Rahmatulil Alameen Mustafa Sallallahu authentic hadith in Tirmidhi so we must know that as well next one now you're going to wash your face and so forth so if you wash your face three times properly thoroughly that the water touch the skin the makeup all is removed and so <coughs> forth so then your salat is valid but if you just t- touch your face a little bit and then makeup is still there and the water has not really touched the skin properly then remember your hudu will not be valid your salat would not be valid and you'll be guilty of a major major sin so therefore sister you need to take cognizance of all these issues that i just mentioned was that wife and husband uh, they are quarreling uh, regarding at night can we use a blanket to sleep with in ihram, Ustad? So remember that. So they never even reached Makkah and they already started quarreling. Mm. Ajib, that is very other shayun ajib, you know. Mm. So this is something very, very strange. So remember this, that when you are in ihram, so you must know the laws. You will read two rakat salat, that is nafil salat. You read Surah Fatiha and then Kuliyal Kafirun, first rakat. Second rakat, you read Surah Fatiha and thereafter Kuluwallah Wahad. And then when you make salam, then nowadays you're performing Umrah. It's not Hajj season, now it's Umrah season. So now you will make intention. How? Like this. In any language but Arabic it will be Allahumma inni uridul umrata fayassir hali wa taqabbalha minni. Oh beloved Allah, I make intention for umrah, the minor pilgrimage. <laughs> make it easy for me and accept it. Right? So first your salat, then your intention, thereafter the men will read loudly and the women will read softly. Thereafter, you read the whole thing. Now you are in the state of consecration. You are in the state of ihram. Once you are in the state of Ihram, the Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 2, Chapter 2, Verse number 197. Fala Rafasa, 
then there's no husband-wife talk. You can't be sharing one bed and smooching one another and touching one another and you telling your wife, oh, my poppy, your hands look so smooth and all that, all haram, all that. Wala fusuka and no sense. You can't be smoking and all that smoking is not permissible. <coughs> but in the haram is worse. If a person swears in a masjid and a person swears outside the masjid, so remember ways it was. He uses F and Bs and what have you. So obviously in the masjid is much worse. So wala fusuka, wala jidala, no arguing and all that fil hajj when you're in ihram. So whether it is in hajj ihram or umrah ihram, surah 2 and verse number 197. So there you have it. So now when you're going to sleep together, if you are in the room, hotel room, and now both of you in ihram, and you got two separate beds, so bebe finished, then you sleep on one bed, and you sleep on another bed. You got the double bed, so mashallah, very good, but sleep far away from one another. <coughs> Don't come nearer, 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 then just now big explosion take place, and then one thing will lead to another. So best thing for you all, you don't have to argue and fight and all these things. If it is a double bed, queen size, king size, normal size, whatever, so just take two blankets. You, the wife, have your blanket. You, the husband, have your blanket. And it's very hot day, Makkah, Medina, normally. So remember, if the party is feeling hot, you take the sheet and so forth and use that. And you, the party is feeling cold, you use the blanket. So why are you fighting? So remember, simple solution. The shaitan is getting hold of you all, I think. That you call, said, <laughs> see, Azad Mufti Rizal Haksab is our honorable Ustad. He teaches me so many philology. What's meaning of philology? The real history of the words. Chapter 7, verse 200. وَإِمَّا يَنْزَغَنَّكَ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ نَزْغُنْ When the shaitan gives you nazghun. So he says, you must say and explain the people, Nazrun means, idkhalul ibra fil jilt. That when the Satan, Lucifer, Shaitan is giving you a vaccine. You know, today, the Shaitans, they were promoting vaccine, the Molvis and the doctors and the medical associations and who and who in the zoo. So you must be all getting some kickback and something out of it. So when the Satan, Lucifer, Shaitan gives you that vaccine, then what you must do? Fasta is billah. Say, A'udhu billahi minash shaitani rajeem. That is Quranic prescription. So whenever funny thoughts come, negative thoughts come, you want to fight with your husband, you want to fight with your wife, say, A'udhu billahi minash shaitani rajeem. A'udhu billahi minash shaitani rajeem. So in that way, Allah will come both of you and remember you are the Yufur Rahman, the guest of all Allah. So you must be Behave in that manner there. Don't behave like some ordinary person and so forth. Allah Jalla accept your Umrah, accept your Ziyarat. Allah protect the Haramain Sharifain and take every Muslim male, female, adult and child to the Haramain Sharifain and Majrul Aqsal Mubarak. Ameen Ya Rabbal Alameen. So Ustad, if my wife does not perform any Salah, is she considered to be a Muslim Ustad? 
Remember, if a person does not read Salat and that person is sane and mature and deliberately they must their Salat, then according to Quran and Hadith, such person is out of the fold of Islam. Ibn Taqayyim al-Jawziyah, the celebrated student of Shaykhul Islam, Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, wrote a whole book called Kitabu Salat. And the topic is this. The masla is known as Ma hukmu salat. One is a person rejects the compulsion of the five daily salat. He says it's only four salat or three or two or one or no salat. Ijma and this consensus, such a person is out of the fold of Islam. And when a person says that, no, I say salat is compulsory, but I won't read. So that is tariku salat. <coughs> So that case there, majority Sahaba, they say such a person is non-Muslim, open Sahih Muslim, open Kitabu Salat of Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah. And Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal from the four schools, he says that such a person is non-Muslim. And they have very, very strong dalail and proof for that as well. I just give you one proof you must remember and you must read it to your wife. And you also guilty. Imagine you married 10, 20, 30, 40 years and your wife doesn't read Salat. So what are you doing about it? So you must remember that. So you also guilty. Remember the Quran Sharif states, Surah 74, Surah Muddassir, and verses number 42 and 43. Ma salakakum fi saqar. What made you walk straight into Jahannam? Qalu lam nakum al-muswalleen. I we never used to read Salat. So the first thing they say we shouldn't read Salat, chapter 74, <coughs> chapter 74 and, verses, <coughs> and verses 42 and 43. And Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, أَوَّلُ مَا يُحَاسَبُ بِالْعَبْدُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ salat. The first thing all Allah will question the Muslim, male, female, who are sane and mature, is regarding their salat and their namaz. And Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, you the husband, كُلُّكُمْ رَائِنْ وَكُلُّكُمْ مَسْؤُولٌ أَنْ Every one of you is a shepherd. You will be questioned regarding your flock. You're responsible for your wife. So, brother, that we're not saying you must divorce your wife. According to Hanafis and Malikis and Shafi'is, she's a Muslimah. According to Shafi'is, Malikis, when a person does not read Salat, then there's capital punishment, death penalty. And, but the person will be Muslim. According to Hanafis, they don't read Salat, you must put them day in prison. Hatta yamut or yatub, till they die or they make sincere tawbah. So you can see yourself the consequences of it and so forth. So nevertheless, start ta'alim in your house, take the books of Hazrat Sheikh, Hazrat Mawana Muhammad Zakariya, Sheikh Hadith, Nawarullah Marqadahu, start reading Fazail Salat, Fazail Ramadan, all that, inshallah. So you must create the environment in your house, inshallah. So she is 100% guilty, but you also 50-60% guilty, brother. Ustaz, I have a situation at home. My mom only tells me, do this, do that. No other communication. My dad only makes salam and will not spend a minute with me as he doesn't think it's important. Only will spend time with other people. I resent him. Any advice, Ustaz? 
This morning, I'll answer the question just now. You know, I get so many with Allah's help, Allah's mercy. Over a hundred, hundred questions per day with Allah's help. And we answer each one, alhamdulillah, on WhatsApp and on email and what have you. So this morning I received an email and I wanted to say in my mind, I already made up a mind. I will share this, you must remember, with the listeners because it pertains our topic, you know. This lady says she's about 24, 25, in her mid-twenties or whatever you, not married, she stays with the mother, and she says her mother just runs her down and down for everything she does. So the question she posed to me, and I answered this morning, can she make dua that her mother must die? I mean, for a Muslim, that to speak like that or write like that. A mother is our Nurani Bhatti. Our mother, our life revolves around our mother. Al-Jannatu Tahta Aqdamil Ummahat. That Jannat, you must remember what happens is that it is Jannat lies under the feet of our mother. Hadith in Mishkat Sharif. Al-Jannatu Inda Rijliha. That Jannat is by her feet. But today, I don't say all, obviously, but in some houses, we have become so dysfunctional that the children wish, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, that their own biological father or biological mother or both of them must be dead. Mm. Now, it shows that we have lost our priorities in life. You, the mother, you are perfectionist, and now you want your daughter to do everything perfectly. It's not going to happen. So you must remember, you have to be the role model for her. You have to win your daughter over with love, and you're making her, like that person sent the question, that I'm resenting him, my father or my mother, and so forth. They're hating you, Allah forbid. And then the father got no time. He's busy with his business. He's busy with his friends. He's busy with his golf. Allah alone knows what golf they're playing. So all this goes on. So but who's going to give guidelines and directives to our children? Just take this one, two Quranic ayats and take this Ahadith Mubarakah and then you tell me. Surah 66, verse 6, all sixes. Chapter 66, verse 6. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, qu anfusakum wa ahalikum nara. Oh, you who have iman and possess through iman, save yourself and save your progeny, your children, grandchildren from the fire. But if you don't have time for them, you don't speak to them, you just neglect them, abandon them, so they're going to feel that there's no love at home. So now they will look for love somewhere else. Then they get involved with the boyfriend, with the girlfriend. Then the boy, somebody impregnates her, Allah forbid. The son gets involved in wrong company. He becomes a drug addict and so forth and so on. Because we did not spend our quality time with them, because we did not show them the true love and so forth and so on. Think about it seriously. Mm. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Hadith authentic in Tirmidhi Sharif, Ma nahala walidun nahalan ahsana min adabin hasan. They had no father, so father, mother, both are meant. So gives better gift to their children than good manners, good character, good morals, all that. I told you A, B, C, 
Hundred times I told you. Today we suffer from the C syndrome. The children are born, we give them cash. The children now get bigger, we give them CDs. We give them computers. We give them now, you must remember, dead cars. And we give them clothing. And we give them now, we tell them, go enjoy life. So he goes and bring a cherry, you know cherry. <laughs> he goes and bring one girlfriend and so forth. And she go bring one child. So you must remember that. So we promoting the vices, but because we're not sharing the love, we want to buy the love. That is not the role of parents. Study this verse and it will teach you the lesson, both parties. You, my sons, my daughters, grandchildren, children, you every day should be reading chapter 17, Surah Bani Israel, 15 Subara, and chapter 17, verse 24, Rabbi Rahamhuma. Ya Allah, have mercy on my beloved parents. Kama is Rabbayani. What is Rabbayani? As they trained me, as they nurtured me, as they coached me. Kama Rabbayani Sahira. Whilst I was young, whilst I was an infant, whilst I was a baby, and so forth and so on. So it shows the Tarbiyah. It doesn't come from a life coach and from the teacher. All that happens afterwards. First and foremost, it comes from you, oh, biological father, biological mother. And that's where we are failing in our parenting. Let us be honest about these issues. The problem with us as Muslims, by and large, the micro and macro, whether it's South Africa, whether it's Africa or the whole world, we lead a life of denial. Marupoiru, Maridikri, never. Can never happen. My son did this, my daughter did this. But when the evidence is brought, then we are shocked. You must remember these things here. Because we are living in another cloud and they living in Alice in Wonderland. So you are not connecting. You must remember that they must be, see, in Urdu and that is beautiful. Have the ties with your parents, have the ties with your children. Or peer farishta ke sifat peida honge. So rishta, the ties must be connected and reconnected. And after the rishta, then you'll get farishta. They will have qualities of angels. So that is what we have to learn and that is what we are failing in. Allah Jalla wala grant us tofi. <laughs> Somebody says, who's moved to AK to say our nikah is not accepted? Yes, we eloped. Yes, we made a mistake. And now she's pregnant. And now Mufti AK says that Wanika is not accepted. Mufti is not Allah. So what happens to my little baby? I'm so disappointed to start. So he's not uh, AK. Don't take out fatwas from his pocket. So AK tells you what is in the Quran. You elope. Take, take what Quran is saying. <laughs> we won't even go to the Hadith. Yeah. We just go to Quran. Hadith is 100% wahi also. Sunnah is wahi, chapter 53, and verses 3 and 4. It's not AK saying, it's Allah, is AK explaining to you what Allah is saying. So Allah is saying, you, ABC, mm. and your girlfriend XYZ, you eloped, and then you fornicated with one another. Mm. So what Allah says? Allah says, Surah 24, verse 2. That we must give you a hundred lashes in public. 
that the lady and the man who fornicated take them out in public and give them hundred lashes each. Don't show them any mercy and compassion when they trample on the Sharia, when they make a mockery of the Sharia. If you believe in Allah and the last day, you believe in all the articles of faith. وَلْيَشْهَدْ عَذَابَهُمَا طَائِفَةٌ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And let that punishment must be witnessed by a group of believers. It must not be done secretly in a prison or in a house or there. In public it must be done so that it is a deterrent to the entire community and society. That is Allah's law. So that's first point. So you must come, we'll give you and your girlfriend hundred lashes. So both, and it will be public. So that is what Islam says. You see what Allah says? This is Allah says. Second one, Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala states, Wahamluhu wa fisaluhu salasuna shahara. That the period of pregnancy and of weaning is 30 months. So what does Almighty Allah mean in this? So we know that the maximum period of breastfeeding, so you must remember, is 24 months. So from that, 30 months, 24 months are gone out for what? For already, you must remember, the breastfeeding. There's a maximum period. So you must remember that. So there is six months left. So that is the minimum period of the pregnancy. So that is minimum period of pregnancy is six months. So minimum period pregnancy is six months and 24 months maximum for breastfeeding. So that is 30 months. Thus in Surah 46 and in the 15th verse and remember Remember that, that this is beginning of 26 Supara. Now what has happened to you? You and your girlfriend, now you realize that you must remember that your girlfriend is pregnant. So when your girlfriend was pregnant and now she was four months, five months, six months, whatever pregnant, then you got married to her. So you must remember this, that child of yours, there's no blame on the child. The child is ma'asum. Mm. So that child is a harami child. What the child is? Harami <laughs> child. So why the child is harami? Because in Islam, the minimum period for before a pregnancy and gestation is six months. So from date of nikah, to date of birth of the baby was two months, three months, four months, five months. Therefore, the child there, the lineage will go to the mother and not to the father. So that is what Quran is saying. It's not AK saying. AK is explaining to you and you go to any Molvi, any Mufti, any Sheikh, that not all these fake guys go to the real world and they will tell you that that is consensus on this issue. When a male and female commit fornication, they must be given hundred lashes in public. And when you got married to the girlfriend, and after three months, four months, five months, the baby was born, then there's ijma and consensus that the child is an illegitimate child, a haram child, and the lineage will go to the mother and not to the father. So that is what Allah is saying, my brother, is not we make up the laws, the laws are mentioned, 
mentioned. We only explain it and elaborate it. So that's what we're explaining to you. Mm. Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah, subhanAllah. Uh, Ustad, it says, uh, is it permissible to make tilawat of the Quran Sharif from an iPad or iPhone in between my house calls, such as in when I'm busy cooking? Should I make wudu every time I return to read in between these chores? If I happen to break my wudu, Ustad. Remember that you, sister, now you are preparing Ramadan Tayyari. You see, now Rajab is coming to an ending. Today is already Wednesday. So next week, Wednesday, 100% is first Shaaban, inshallah. So Tuesday night will usher in the month of Shaaban Mubarak. And Habibuna, see, I teach you something. Students who are learning, who are listening, and ulama, write this down. Very good point. Only Imam Tirmidhi mentioned this hadith. Qala nabiyul Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam. He habibuna Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam said, Ahsu hilala shabana li Ramadan. You must count properly and look properly for the moon and crescent and all that for Shaban so you don't make mistake for the Ramadan and so forth. So Imam Tirmidhi is the student. And from who did he get this hadith? From Imam Muslim bin Hajjaj. Subhanallah. So Imam Muslim is Imam Bukhari's teacher. Imam Tirmidhi is uh, Imam Bukhari is Imam Muslim's teacher, meaning Imam Muslim is a student. And Imam Bukhari is Imam Tirmidhi's teacher, meaning Imam Tirmidhi is a student. But in this case, yeah, Imam Muslim taught him the hadith for Imam Tirmidhi, rahimahullah. And when you study Tirmidhi, alhamdulillah, I taught it 12, 13 years or so, plus minus. There in Dalum, Newcastle, excellent kitab. No one from the six kitabs has mentioned the hadith beside Imam Tirmidhi. So we must look for the moon properly and make a concerted effort for the Shaban moon. So Monday night we will look and we won't say anything because in Nine, ten hours, but we must look. And then Tuesday night will usher in the month of Shaban. So now what is the tayari? Our mother's sisters, by and large, what they say, Ke samusa banwano and banawano, we must make samusas, bajyas, and spring roll, and this roll, and what, and what, and what. And therefore, when they have load shedding, their biggest worry is what's going to happen there in the freezer. You see? Bhandu Bagrijai, they say, mm-hmm. everything will get spoiled and go to become a mess, you know. So that is why you are so worried and so forth. Whilst the real preparation for Ramadan was that we cleanse ourselves from now, from Ramadan means tahriqu zunub, to burn our sins. But mashallah, sister, good question you're asking, that you are cooking, you are baking, you are here and there, and in between you get 10, 15 minutes, half an hour, so you go to your iPhone, your iPad, your smartphone, your ugly phone, whatever, so you make wudu is better, but not compulsory so if you read from there the iphone and ipad and what have you then it's permissible to read without huzu totally permissible no problem with it mm. subhanallah 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 Husala, i just received a message quickly before we go for an ad break uh, the listener says uh, sharifa mayat daughter of the marhum dr ibrahim mayat and fatima mayat of rainswood sister to fazlan yasmin farzana and bashira mayat the baby sister who started 25 years old she just collapsed she's not well yesterday she collapsed at the moment she's going for mri scan we can only make dua what should they read ustad 
Allah Jalla, so the lady who seeks, she's Sharifa, right? She was that. Yeah. So years. Allah Jalla wala grand sister Sharifa, Mayat, 25 years old, complete Shifai Kamil, Ajil, Mustamir. So what should we, the family and all of you do? So remember that you should be reading Surah Fatiha abundantly and blow on her. Second one is this, every one of you give out charity, even if it's one rent, two rent, give it to any poor person. All of you as the family read, La ilaha illa anta subhanak, inni kuntu minadhalimeen. And read Quran Sharif and so forth, alaykum bi shifa'ain. Shifa'ain, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, with the Hamza, shifa'ain. And that is two shifa you should use, al-Quran wal-asal. So one is open Ibn Majah and various compilations, Musnad Ahmad and so forth. So read Quran Sharif and blow on the person if you can and inshallah Allah Jalla Allah will give her complete shifa Ameen. and make sure that she doesn't fast and all that now because maybe she's fasting mm. and then she feels so you understand the dehydrated and now she collapses and faints and so forth so inshallah Allah will give her complete complete shifa Ameen. if any one of you is there and you know this verse and she is conscious and mm. she can read it and the person who is sick in this case our sister Sharifa Mayat then Surah chapter 21 verse 83 that's the most effective verse for the person who's ill and sick to read <laughs> the dua of Nabi Ayyub alayhi salatu salam anni masani yadurru wa anta arhamur rahimeen Ya Allah this calamity has struck me whilst you Ya Allah you are the most merciful one to show mercy <laughs> we also will make dua we also will give charity. Amen. Ya Allah, all those people, Muslim, non-Muslim, male, female, adult children who are ill and sick. Ya Allah, Allah manta shafi, la shifa illa shifauk, shifa an la yugadiru saqama, ya Allah, all those who are undergoing operation, some procedure, whatever you, whether in the clinic, hospital, or they at home, <laughs> recuperating or recovering, give all of them shifa kamil, ya Rabbul Alameen. <laughs> Amin, 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 Thumma, Amin. Well, it's uh, exactly now 20 minutes to 12 o'clock. We go for an interval. When we come back, inshallah, we will continue with the bliss of marriage. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jamaa. Well, it's exactly now uh, 17 minutes uh, to 12. Somebody says... Uh, my husband wants to control my every move, Mufti AK. But he goes for weekends out of town for golf and doesn't even tell me he's going. What do I do, Ustad? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Does golf also got a lot of connotations and interpretations and meanings? Sometimes they play golf, they're on the golf course. Sometimes they're playing other kind of golf with the women day in the hotels and what and what. They just make you valegile. You understand? They just put Leslie Bert on you. Oh, no, I'm going with the friends. Obviously, we don't say all the men, but we know of many of them doing all this undadandas and all these upside down things and so forth. So remember every husband. You see how the brothers say, what AK want to tell us this? Mm. It's not AK telling you. AK is only explaining to you what the Quran Sharif says, what the Sunnah Mubarakah says. 
I give you one Quranic verse, one Sunnah Mubarakah, and then you tell me what you drink is justified. <laughs> Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse 19. وَعَاشِرُوهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ And you, the husbands, treat your wife. And this is not mustahab or desirable. It's wajib, it's first, it's compulsory, it's a commandment, amr, injunction. You must treat your wives with love, with care, with respect, with justice. Allah Jalla Wala is interceding on behalf of the wives and commanding, commanding us. So the elaboration explanation I make is for you to understand, to make it easy, how you want your son-in-law to treat your daughter, you have to treat your wife just like that and better than that. How come for your daughter you want the best, but for your wife you feel you can just treat her anyhow how you feel like? I mean, how do you reconcile that? First one. Second one, go look at Sunnatun Nabawiyah, Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu daily life and Uswai Hasana, the role model for all times, all places, all circumstances. So the hadith is authentic. And who's the reporter? Who else? Siddiqa to Bintu Siddiq radiallahu anhuma. Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha states and is in Tirmidhi Sharif and it is authentic. Khairukum khairukum li ahalikum. The best of you are the best of you to your wives and your children. Wa ana khairukum li ahali. I am the best of you to my wives and my children. So Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa set the precedent for humanity and posterity. Now when we sit with our mashayikh, when we sit with our buzruks, when we sit with our elders, I heard Hazrat Ji, Hazrat Mawlana Masyullah Khan Sahib, he passed away in November 1992, and I'm always the odd bit out, you know. All mm-hmm. the people sitting there, five pillars of Islam. You see this head here, Mawlana? Mm-hmm. So this head, I sit with that there. But I should sit right in front. Everybody with short kurta, till the knees, below the knees, I got the long kurta. So Hazrat used to look at me and say, Lamba kurta wala. You see? Mm-hmm. And I wrote a letter, I still got it somewhere. Yeah, Hazrat, that this long kurta I'm wearing, agar you don't want, I must wear, my, wear it, then I'll stop wearing it. Hazrat say, I never said that. It's my love for you that I said like that. See? So that are the true mashayikh. So Hazrat, this is 77. We spent whole Ramadan there. But Hazrat Ji, Hazrat Muhammad Masyullah So remember he said, in Urdu obviously, he said, the whole world can say you are good. But your wife and children say you are bad, O oh husband, O oh father. But Allah and Allah's Nabi, you're a bad person. See? And then the whole world can say you are a bad person. But your wife and children say you are good. Then by Allah and Allah's Nabi, you're a good person. Your wife and children are your barometer. Now, how you justify this? Thursday comes, Friday comes, you buzz off, you gone off here with your friends. Your wife doesn't even know where you are gone, with who you are gone. You die, she won't even know where you are and so forth. So look at all these things. And this golf is just a big excuse. 
So many of them use golf, but they're going to play other kind of golf also. So remember this type of things, yeah? So all haram, all these activities. Let us be clear on this, yeah? <laughs> if somebody has to do this to your daughter, you will be the first one to make a big noise and blow your gasket and so forth. For your daughter, you won't want your son-in-law to do that, but how you justify it when you treat your wife like that, I'm asking you. Sure. <laughs> so think properly what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Somebody says here, but Mufti Sab, I feel that I'm losing respect as a father for my kids. As the days go past, my wife does not allow me to discipline the kids. My son has already disrespected me and shouts at me. Will I be rewarded for making sabr for remaining quiet to start? See, my brother, you see, anything you want, you must go. Our first point of reference must be the Quran Sharif. Our second point of reference must be Sunnah Nabawiyah, the teaching, preaching of the Master, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi So see, you wearing clothing now, right? Your wife is wearing clothing now, right? Why am I giving you that? Quran says, Go open Quran Sharif and Surah 2 and verses 186 and all that. You will find 187 and you will find all this there. Allah Ta'ala speaks of this. So you husband, you are the garment for your wife. You the wife, you are the garment and clothing for your husband. So I got my clothes on. Mona Arafat got his clothes on. Suleiman Esop, our engineer, got his clothes on. So the clothing is close to our body. It's not we somewhere and the clothing is somewhere. So you, husband, your first mistake is this, that you have to win your wife over. So when you and your wife is not only your bodies are meeting, your hearts have to meet. When your hearts meet, then you have a joint strategy. Then there is unity of thought. Then both of you will go in the same direction. Your son, your daughter is playing an easy strategy. He is playing his mother against the father and playing the father against the mother because he already realized that the two of you are not on the same page. You say right, your wife say left. You say top, your wife say bottom. So husband, wife, you need a joint strategy. So you and your wife, you marry 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever the case is. So have a heart-to-heart talk with your wife. Tell her, darling, poppy, sweetheart, buy her a gift also and all that. Valentine, shaitan is gone now. So you must remember and tell her that, see, these are not my children, not your children. These are our children. So we both have this responsibility. So let us send a joint message to our flowers, our children. What we are doing, I am saying right, you saying left, they're going to exploit it. And the elder, the more they grow up, the more they will disrespect and so forth. So you both got it wrong. That she's telling you, you are too hard or harsh with them. And you are saying, no, that I'm doing right and so forth. Because from the top, you don't have a joint strategy. The bodies are meeting, but the hearts are not meeting. So read with me, both of you, husband and wife, father and mother. Ya wadudu, ya wadudu, ya wadud. Ya Allah, you are the creator of love. Allahumma alif bayna qulubina. Oh Allah, bring that ulfa, mahabba, mawadda within our hearts. In Islam, our marriages are not that honeymoon. 
Yesterday a couple got married. Last night, today they gone to Maldives, Mauritius, Malaysia, and Hong Kong, and wherever else, or Durban, Cape Town, if they don't want to go overseas. So why? We say honeymoon. Oh, my poppy, see the moon there. Oh, my honey, take the money. Oh, after one week, two weeks, they come, the honey is missing and the moon is missing also. So that is not Islam. They call it Shahrul Asal in Arabic. Shahar, the month of honey, you see. So that is in Arabic honeymoon. Islam, our marriages are that 30, 40, 50, 60 years, 70 years, the whole period is honeymoon. So how will that happen? That will happen when you embrace your wife. Then not the sparks will fly, but the nur will fly. The nur of iman, the nur of muhabbat, the nur of love and compassion. So you're on the same page and there's unity of thought between you. So you must have a heart-to-heart talk with your wife. If you are wrong, when you're alone, not in front of children, tell your wife, I'm wrong, and I ask you for forgiveness. And she's wrong, she must ask you for forgiveness. Then you go and make a joint strategy and unity of thought, and then you will see there'll be a change. The children got small, small eyes, small, small ears, but they observe almost everything and they hear everything. They can see whether this is a stable and a powerful good marriage or the, the marriage is on the rocks and so forth. So that, and they're crying to Allah, begging Allah that every day you must do. I just gave you now and read the dua I give you every time. Surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana hablana Allah grant us spouses, grant us children, progeny, that are the coolness of the eyes. And last point I want to say, in your message to me, my brother, what you said, must I just keep quiet and make sabr? No. Mm. That is a defeatist attitude. You, you're running away from the problem. You're not going to solve the problem. Then in that way, they, your wife will take advantage of you. The children will take advantage and so forth. So start you and your wife and iron out your differences and then have the joint strategy and then you speak to your wonderful flowers and inshallah, 15 Shaban coming, Ramadan coming. Duas are accepted. Allah se mangna hai. Allah se manwana hai. Keep on begging Almighty Allah and Allah will make decisions in our favor, inshallah. Somebody says, yeah, I'm not understanding what that. You were saying earlier on, it's not A.K. saying. It's Allah saying. Doesn't the Quran also say that don't call ulama murtad and don't badmouth organizations? I'm disgusted, Ustad. So you must remember Allah Ta'ala says, Ittakhadu ahbarahum wa Allah. Okay, let me give it the other way uh-huh. because you got this in your head. Almighty Allah states, those people who close the masjids, what they are, Surah 2, verse 114. I don't know if you know any Arabic because your question smacks of absolute jahalat and ignorance. Who can be the biggest zalim? So these people who committed this crime, they are the biggest zalim, the biggest human transgressor. 
Quran says that. Those people who prevented other people from entering the masjid of Allah. And they are the ones you must remember that they go and do say that no, Allah's name must not be taken here. And they strive to cause harm to the masjid. Either you bring bulldozer and that like what's happening in India and Saudi Arabia and that. Or either you put a lock and key before the government says so, you go close it. You take out the Quran Sharif and say the Quran got virus. You say the masjid is a super spread of virus. Wallahi, you say all this, you murtad. 100% you murtad. You understand? That is Islam. No, we can't enter the masjid, but we must have fear. You see the absolute disgrace? 50%, 70% of the masjids, they don't give you chance to read Salat there as Imam. They don't want you to lecture there because Allah's punishment is on you and your organization. Mufatiyas azim. Today I sent out about your so-called president and all that of MJC. Just look at the corruption they involved in and mm. so forth. So we have to name them and shame them. And who told us? I'll tell you now. Lahum dunya For them is humiliation, disgrace in the year, in this world. And walahum fil azim. For them is a terrible, horrible punishment. I'm telling you now. Till death we will do this, inshallah. This is part of Amr bin Maruf, Nahanil Munkar. We're not bootlickers like you. Go and bootlick this government, this minister, that minister, and stand, call them to the Eidgah here in Lens, and call them to the masjids there in Cape Town. Who does all this? Bootlickers do all these kind of things. You're looking for izzat by them? Ayyabtahuna indamul izza, fa innal izzata lillahi jami'a. People who do this here yeah, are not Muslim. So you must understand this thing. You're making a mockery of the deen of Islam. Second one, you go and pray in the church. So what must I tell you? You're Muslim. Under the cross, you go and pray. <laughs> I'm asking you, you Muslim. Who went and allowed the cartoons of Nabi Salam to appear in the Sunday times? I'm asking you. So who allowed? You Mulvis, you're Mulvis. So people are a Muslim, I'm asking you. So you must remember, we don't carry favor with any person, any organization, any politician, any government. Alhamdulillah, we will speak the truth. And you, I know you don't even know this reference. In Al-Ashbah wa Nazair of Ibn Nujaym is mentioned, Imam Abu Hanifa rahimullah, said, when it comes to dunya, we matters. Now you did me down in my car transaction, in my groceries or... Forget, finish, carry on. But in deen, when people <laughs> trample on the Sharia, then Imam Abu Hanifa said, Allah. you must name them and you must shame them. So now speak, brother. So you also belong to them. <laughs> if you're not careful, you also will die a murtad. Be careful. <laughs> Don't defend the battle. Remember that. You must speak against the battle. <laughs> that is what Quran teaches us. <laughs> we must crush their brains with the truth and take out their brains what they're promoting the battle with. So we will use the haq and crush the battle, inshallah. Whether you like, don't like, it don't harm us in any way, my brother. So you, we make dua for you. But you're not interested, then you go fly a kite. <laughs> he says he's disgusted, Ustad. <laughs>
if you're disgusted with the truth, it means you're disgusted with Quran Sharif mm. and Sunnah Mubarakah. Did not Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Qulil haqqa wa lukana murra. The hadith is sahih in Mustad Ahmad. Did not Nabi alayhi wa sallam say, that in Mustad Ahmad, that the worst fitna will be fitna of Dajjal. But worse than fitna of Dajjal will be you. Who's you? A imam Mudillin. These imams, these scholars for dollars, who will sell the deen, corrupt the people, take vaccine, close masjid, <laughs> take photos, go on TV, do all these things and put fatwa, halal logo. So you Molvis, you, you, you like that. So we will we say to read Salat behind you is not permissible. And no masjid must allow you for Jumma and Imamat and that. that's our fatwa. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. <laughs>